bring it up for Ohio State. You've waited all day for this. So we've got to stand away. He's going to take it to the house. 85 yards. Down the right side going. Devin Smith got it at the five and into the end zone. Touchdown. The one show that's nothing but the Buckeyes. Oh, Graham Rucker for the touchdown. Graham shoots it high on the right for three. Yeah. This is the Buckeye Show. All right, Buckeye fans, happy Wednesday. Already sitting here at the middle of the week. The Big Ten Tournament is underway today, and the Ohio State Buckeyes get involved in the win-or-go-home action starting tomorrow. I cannot believe we are here. The guy that's going to help me through it tonight, our co-host, Tyvis Powell, everybody. What's up, my man? Timothy. You know, Timothy, if for some odd reason it feels like I haven't talked to you in a while. How are you doing, bud? You got, you got, you got some big news today for your, your beloved, uh, commanders. Oh, <laughs> uh, we command you. Yeah, that's right. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, let me get that out of the way. I'm super happy because our new quarterback, the man yes. that's going to take us to the promised land, a $30 million guy. He must be good, right? Carson Wentz, welcome to the club. Man, it's like my own personal Joe Burrow in Washington, D.C. Hey, man. Yeah. Life is good, man. Listen, y'all, y'all went from having no quarterback. Well, actually, I was I was a fan of Taylor Heineke. You know, he was. <laughs> oh, you, I you act the, like he's dead now. You I were like, a fan of his. I was a fan. You know, he clearly. He kind of did two, die today. You, you give up two third round picks. I mean, it's, he's obligated to come in and be the, the starter day one. So. You know, it's it's unfortunate because Taylor Heineke was one of those guys who grind to get where he's at. You know, and I respect that. You know, and I thought he he showed a lot of fight and will against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in the playoffs two years That's ago. Right. That's right. So you know, it's it's unfortunate. You know. Yeah, it is. But I think you and I talked about this a while ago. He was not long for that job. I mean, come on, Taylor Heineke. You look at him. You look at what he does. You look at his physical makeup. He does not fit the bill as someone that could be a 10-year starting quarterback in this league. But And you know what? That's okay, man, because the league does need, and teams need to have quality backups that know the system. The team has their back. I think that's the most important thing, is can a team rally around a guy when you need somebody to step in and actually win a couple of football games. You know, that's that's something that he has proven he could do. I just, uh, I just, I just laugh. I'm, he- I'm hearing it from everybody today. I just, w- what can I say? You know, there's, sorry, you know, Tyvis. I know you want to jump on the bandwagon now. It's, it's a great, it's a great team. It's a great organization run by great people. Dan Snyder, one of the the best human beings in all of sports. There's no room. You can't jump on the bandwagon. I'm sorry. We've got Carson Wentz. Hands off. Our Carson Wentz. My Carson Wentz. You can't have him. Let me ask you, do you think that they still should draft a quarterback with their pick? <laughs> they would, right? <laughs> first round. Yeah, first round. Let's go. Malik Willis, tiny hands, pick it, bring them all in here. Let's go. That's where you're at with it, huh? Oh, boy, it sucks. What a sad existence. <laughs> Just a pain. I mean, I'm sitting here talking to a Browns fan, right? We can we can commiserate. At least we got three Super Bowls in our history, but I, this is rough. This is rough with where you things know, are. You, you never know, man. Carson Wentz might go back to that MVP Carson, man, and he turned the whole thing. Then, then you'll be uh, like, I'm glad we traded the third-round pick for him, you know? It's, a, it's one of those low... Low risk, high reward type moves, you know. 
It is. It is. You know, I'm looking at I'm looking at Carson Wentz. I had to I had to do some homework from the previous show with the crosstalk I was just wrapped up in with Man and Bones show. I don't know if you were connected and listening to any of that. I'm looking at Carson Wentz. He's a He's a decent looking guy. I might give him a six or a seven out of ten. He looks like Prince Harry. Like that's that's yeah, what every, that's his, everybody's yeah. been saying that about him, and that's true. Like you do a side by side with him and Prince Harry, that's true. We were uh, we were wondering who Tyvis Powell thinks is the best looking dude out oh, there. You te- easy. Yeah, well, easy all right, what's the answer? Give it to me. Tyvis C. Powell. No, that's who he is. No, <laughs> no, you can't. Look, I know you're a good-looking man. I've, I've been next to you. I don't even want to be next to you because you're that much more attractive than I am, and it brings me down. But oh, who, stop who it. is it? you got to pick a celeb or somebody it, it, someone knows. It, it, it would happen to be my father. You know, my father, Denzel Washington. That is uh, a lot of people say that he's a handsome-looking guy. And, you know, he is I a good-looking guy. I tend to get my looks from my, my father, Denzel Washington. So, you know, people mistake me for him all the time time i go out in public with the wife and they'd be like stop they'd be like oh stop it aren't you that guy that you played go, and remember the you titans? say my man like you aren't you that coach for remember the titans stop. i'm like wait a minute hey, i was like you talking about coach boom <laughs> oh you gotta be kidding me oh there, there's no way so if if is that the movie that you think of is that it for you? Like, if, if you're picking attractive Denzel Washington, is it Remember the Titans before anything else? Because that guy, I mean, that guy's done so many fantastic movies. He would actually win or be a strong candidate. Another fun debate that I like to get into with my friends is if you could only take one actor's collection of movies and that's mm. all you could watch for the rest of your life. Denzel mm. Washington's a pretty hot pick because he has that a lot of genres with sort of borderline comedies, good dramas, Training Day. And the equal, if you just want to see him kicking dudes' asses up and down the block, like the equalizers, they're they're fantastic. But you know, the equalizer come yeah. on TV like like once a week now. Oh, I, I have to watch it. Like I'm Every, until the yeah. end. <laughs> <laughs> I can't go. You can't go past it. It's just no. it's too much of a classic movie. You know, he's he really makes me want to be a secret agent. You know, like I want to be I want to be smooth with it like he is. You know, he, he, I'm about to take some classes, Tim. You know, I'm about to go to the to the local YMCA and you know take some classes, right, yeah, self right, defense. Classes yeah, you're gonna figure like out. You're gonna figure out how to how to kill like 35 spies at the YMCA. Yeah, you gotta they just observe. That. You gotta turn. I gotta put my watch on and then observe my surroundings and time myself and see how fast it is that I can get rid of like six dudes at, at one time. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh boy, uh, Denzel, man. Game ball, Ronnie Bass. <laughs> All right, so you're a Denzel guy. That's a good pick. Everybody knows my affinity for a Zac Efron when it's uh, when you're talking about guys who have the looks category taken care of. Let, let's let's leave that there. You know, my, my wife, she's actually a big Chris Holtman guy. If we if we take that into people in the Buckeye world or coaches, she uh, she sees Chris Holtman pop up on the TV and she's like, "Yeah, hey, he's doing pretty well for himself. How old is he? Looks like he's 37, 38. I'm like, no, he's he's a little bit older than that, but still looking pretty good. Well. We got tournament time here, Tyvis, and it's a special time of the year. Games matter more. Fans are more into it. The emotion, the intensity, it's all dialed up. I mean, we know why that is. And you know, conference tournament time specifically, it's a fickle thing, especially when you're talking about the high major programs. There's different thoughts about it. Mid-majors, it's, it's wild. I figure that's where, or I feel as a basketball fan, 
it's most important and it's coolest for the small guys who are trying to punch tickets to the big dance. You have a lot more to think about when you are definitely going to the NCAA tournament and you've got some health issues and some rest that you could possibly have. And if your seed can't change all that much. And I I think Ohio State is dealing with a lot of those things right now. They're going, I think, between a five, six or a seven seed, depending on what happens here in the next couple of days. Don't you think? I do actually believe that. You know, a lot of people say that, you know, the, they should go into this tournament, you know, play one or two games and go ahead and get out of there and get you some good rest and get ready for the, the big tournament coming up. And I don't disagree with that, but I do think, I mean, as a, you come to Ohio State, you got competitors. So, you know, I think you got to try to go for it while you can because, you know, Big Ten championships, like, they might not be that big of a deal. But it's something, you know. You want to send, you want to send the people that's leaving out on a good note. You want to make the season as memorable as possible. And if you can get a Big Ten championship in, that's something that hasn't happened for a couple of years or quite some time. Quite some time, yeah. yeah quite some time. Since now. So I, yep. I, th- I think I don't know what the chances is like in the tournament, but I would try to take advantage of every opportunity that I can to win, bring a championship in some way, yeah. whether that's just a conference championship or it's the big championship. You know, so I would definitely take it serious and try to get it done. I understand you, man, because I've talked to some basketball fans who that means a lot. That means a lot for. I think you might have to reconnect, <laughs> reconnect Typhus Powell right there. It sounded like the uh, the man and bone uh, fart sounder was going right there. Some static going on. But I will give you this. There was Coach Holtman, uh, there was a press conference today as he got some things rolling on this matchup tomorrow that you don't know who it's going to be until the last game of the night, which is Penn State and Minnesota. So he kind of started today with some health updates on a couple of very key players. Kyle will be out for Thursday's game. That's really all I can tell you right now. I'm not sure what will be beyond that. Zed will be a game-time decision. Most important guy, they're both important, but most importantly for you know what a veteran he is and his defensive versatility and what he's been giving you on the offensive end too when he's been in there late this season is Kyle Young. So, you know, yes. I think he matters a lot to what kind of run they could go on in this Big Ten tournament, Tyvis. Yes, you know, he's like the ultimate glue guy. You know, when things, for some odd reason, when he's in the game, things just tend to go well. You know, he's, he brings that hustle and that attitude that you, that, and team, the team just gels off of it. It's infectious. You know, when he's out there, it's just a lot of energy. So, if you're going into a tournament like this, you definitely need that. You need that spark off the bench, and he definitely provides that. So, I'm praying that he gets healthy. Um, another key guy is Zed Key. Which that's that's funny. That's a play on words. I like that. I know you can't avoid it too, and I, I hate I hate doing it too because the puns are not intended. But so many times, there's not a better word to use than quote unquote key in certain situations in basketball. You know what I mean? Yeah, Zed Key needs to be 100% healthy because I think the big man play in the tournament is is detrimental. I mean, you got to have it because you need to be able to score inside that paint. You can't depend on that jump shot because sometimes that jumper isn't falling, you know, and out of everything, they need to the defense has to come has to finally show up. It's it's been long overdue. It's it's time. If they want a chance to win this thing, defense is gonna have to win have to step up and make plays or stop plays from happening. Cause you know, Tim, defense always wins championship from till from now to the end of time. Well, you know, I we we did actually have you know Evil Bald Colin and I, we got in the booth today and we recorded another episode. So I mean if you are looking for just nonstop college basketball talk here and you can't get enough of it, 
check out our podcast. It's called Mad About Hoops. You can download it anywhere you get your audio. And the bracketologist that we had on today, he he had some really good numbers about filling out your brackets. So I, I kind of point you there. And he had a few tips for when the brackets are released on Sunday. And the, I don't remember exactly what the number was. You have to go to the podcast to find out exactly. But teams that are not in the top 50 of both Tyvis, I'm talking offensive efficiency and defensive efficiency. So there really is some fun with numbers. If you're going to play the odds game and try to increase your chances of making correct picks, a very, very, very slim group of teams has made it onto the Final Four without being top 50 in both of those metrics. And we know Ohio State's difficulty defending right now. We do. They just, they've, it's very difficult for them to defend at this point in time. Kyle Young being out, I, I don't think they become a great defensive team, right? A juggernaut. I mean, we know that because he's played for this team, but they're certainly much, much better when he's out there. So we'll keep talking some college basketball. We're going to do it some more when our guy Dave Holmes from 10TV saunters in the studio middle of the hour because he's a big fanatic of that as well. We did get updated on a ton of things about our Buckeye football team yesterday with three things to me I think stood out above the rest. We'll tell you what those are, and you'll hear from Ryan Day next. It's the Buckeye Show on the fan. We know everything about you. We know you love the Buckeyes. We know you love the jackets. We know you're wearing a red shirt. I just freaked the hell out of someone. The fan. Block O on the radio. This is the Buckeye Show. Timmy Hall and Tyvis Powell and all of you fine Buckeye fans hanging out with us tonight. We certainly appreciate it. You know, man, I, in the midst of watching college basketball until my eyes bleed, I've got, I've talked about this for years. I know you'll give me the must be nice treatment. It's really, it's nothing that special, but I got two TVs mounted up on the wall in the basement and I did it. Mm. I did it certainly. Mm. I did it for sports, right? That's exactly what I did. I tell you what, you can't hide money, boy. Two up a mounted. You can't hide money. I got a couple of the 43 inch Vizios hanging up there. The whole project was done for like $700 and it hasn't changed in three years. So it's gone up there. But but hey, what I was going to say is I had another one of those movies that popped on last night that you cannot stop watching until it's done because in the midst of I'll put a basketball game on one screen. Sometimes it's two basketball games, but every once in a while I got to just go search for one of one of those movies, you know, like one of those TV movies that you could at least, you don't have to watch the whole thing because you've seen it 20 times, you know what I mean? Yes. But you can just yeah. enter in at any point in time and then see it through till the end. And Shawshank Redemption, maybe oh, one of the greatest, jump into it and see it through to the end, at least until Andy, you know, you know, jumps out of the pipe and, ha- and the <laughs> rain's falling down on him, right? And the music's playing. He looks up, and he's finally escaped prison. So I, I had a good time watching that, along with Bryant versus Wagner, where a fight erupted in the stands at this uh, mid- mid-major mid college basketball game last night. So that's how my Tuesday night went, buddy. That's uh, that's actually a pretty nice way to end your night. I actually don't remember what I did last night. That's sad. These football hits starting to add up to my starting to lose my short term memory. What did I do last? night? You got to keep your looks then, if that's going to happen. Oh my goodness! I know what I did. I was watching Darius Garland look like the superstar that he was. It was so impressive, Tim. I couldn't look away. I was like, this man. He went for forty. 
He like a young Kyrie Irving, like like he is Kyrie esque, but he like a better facilitator and he see the floor better yeah. than Kyrie. But and he's he not electrified. as weird either. <laughs> well, hey man, some of the weird the weird ones be the great. So you know it is what it is. No, oh, Darius was awesome, man. You got Darius and Evan Mobley and what the Cavs are doing. It's good to see them getting back in the win column. I was getting a little nervous there going yeah, into the All-Star too. break and right when they came out of the All-Star break and they've had these injury issues. Yeah, they was kind of – it's like they was reading their press clippings, you know, going into the All-Star. Oh, they want to do that. The, they was the news story. It was the greatest thing. Everybody patting them on the back, and then they just came out and they was real flat. Now, granted, it is a bunch of injuries there. You know, Levert ain't back. Jared Allen just got hurt. You know, there's a lot of stuff going on. You know, all the, gu- all the guards kind of went down for a while. So, yeah, it's just nice to get them healthy again and see them winning. And the- I just was just so in awe and happy that we got Darius Garland for hopefully for a lot of years. You know, unless he unless he big time us. You know, I want to uh, jump into some uh, three things here. We're gonna get a little Bo Bishop on you, and I, I had three things that really oh, popped man. off the page. Yeah, yeah, right. Ode to Bo from nine to noon here. And by the by the way, too, stay locked in between now and the end of the show. I, I was just told our friends from Mountain Dew had so many prize packs for us last week, we didn't even have enough shows to give them away. So I've got a couple more. I actually had the drink in my fridge, too, because I love trying it when the new flavors come out, and I like how they do that. So I've got uh, Mountain Dew Spark prize packs. Yeah, you can experience the boldest flavors on Earth. This innovation takes the highly popular flavor of raspberry lemonade and gives it a bold and refreshing twist that only Dew can deliver. So keep it locked. You'll get a chance to win a couple of those. Thing one, it's going to go to the offensive line. Let Ryan Day. Uh, by the way, Ryan Day and Chris Holman together, could could they win like a best-looking football and men's basketball coach debate if you combine the two? Day with the beard and the dark hair. I mean, come on, man. They feeling that, huh? That's what the women into. I, I don't know. I think so. And I, I'm not. I don't know. I like. I need to. I need to take some products or something to get my stuff darker. Then that's the case. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> you, you also got to love a guy that will talk about the offensive line, and I think the tackle position and how the O line is being solidified was a pretty big thing yesterday. Here's Day on Paris Johnson Jr. And we recruited him as a tackle. We we always felt like he was a tackle, but you know, to his credit, he wanted to get on the field last year. And, and really um, learned a lot playing last year at guard, just pad level, understanding calls. I mean, it's really going to pay dividends for him down the road. But now making the transition to tackle, is, is, is he's played it his whole life other than last year, so it's not like it's new to him. But uh, this will be his first time starting out there, and you know he's going to grab onto it, own it. I mean, his, his approach every day, you know, his uh, work ethic, all those things are really off the charts. And um, I know he's already started a great relationship with Justin. So, you know, this is just the start to it. And, and we'll kind of get a, an idea where we are about midway through. But uh, he has high aspirations and he's a high achiever. So when he sets his mind to something, it usually happens. That's really great to hear. And I think aside from Paris Johnson Jr. and Justin Fry's the new O-line coach, the fact that you've got Johnson Jr., Matt Jones, Luke Whippler at center, Donovan Jackson and Dewan Jones, it seems your O line is already solidified, and it's spring. Pretty big deal, man. That, don't that sound good? It does sound good. It, 
Listen, the the offensive line at Ohio State, like historically since I've been there, you know, that was like the pride. Of, that was the backbone of the team. That's who we, you know, when things wasn't going well, we depended on our offensive line. And it, for years, they were really good. I I have to, to, to be honest with y'all, when I was there, they, they Coach Warner was the, the O-line coach. He was tough on them boys. It was it was wild, but it, it they produced in, in, during the game. And, you know, this past season, is I won't say it was a letdown, because I think they did really well in the pass blocking, but as far as the run block goes, it was like a little issue. There was a couple of times where it's something like they missing. Were trying to get, yeah, they was trying to get to the next level too quick and not taking care of the man that was in front of them. It just it looked it weird at times. So it's good to see that that they at least got the five solidified right now. So that means that they can start working together and building chemistry. So when the when the fall comes around, you know, they just click it on all cylinders and we should be able to see us go back to that old school ground and pound Ohio State run the ball offense. Thing two for me came when Ryan Day spoke about CJ Stroud going into year two and kind of how he described him. And it, it got me excited. Here you go. I think when you dive into CJ, you realize he's highly motivated. Just the way he came out and played in that role. Bowl, you can see that uh, he, he comes out with the mindset that he has something to prove every day. He does. That's just the way he's wired. I think that's what gives him an opportunity to be great. Is he great yet? No, he's not, but he's, he's on his way there. And I think it's that approach of I have to prove myself every single day. And I, I think that's just the way he was brought up, just the way things have happened in his life. And, uh, and I expect him to, to be that way throughout this spring and into the preseason and then into next year because, uh, like you said, there's still a lot to prove. And I think that's just the way he's wired and he's very competitive in that area. Mm, that's exciting. I mean, not great yet, but he's able to put up those kinds of numbers and has these weapons and this line we talked about. And the third thing for me that kind of bleeds into where CJ could go was all the talk about the defense. The b- third biggest thing for me was that defense and how Jim Knowles is organized and everything's done for a reason and safety's flying around everywhere and all the different looks the multiple looks that they have back there will help cj stroud become even more of a cerebral football player yeah i mean see the thing about cj is he he was young last year and a lot of people keep forgetting that that was his first like time starting and going through everything as being the starter and preparing and getting ready for a game since high school so they say that typically the biggest leap that you see in people's career is from year one to year two. Yeah. So that means that he has to be, he has to show up and show out. Now this year, he, I mean, obviously he got, he could play for the Heisman because he didn't win that. So that's the thing that's probably on his bucket list. He probably want to be an All American. So that's a lot of things that he needs to achieve, which keeps, which probably keeps him motivated. Granted, the fact that you know he's already in talks for being like the top quarterback next in next year's draft mm-hmm. if he decides to leave so he got that on his mind as well so i don't think he needs any extra motivation i think he'll be motivated this year because it's a uh, it's so many things that's at stake that's going to keep him that's going to drive him to be great this season all right i'm gonna we're gonna have another resident college basketball fanatic and dave holmes from 10 tv come in here i'm wondering if he could help us tyvis because i'm always looking for tips for how i can maximize watching all of the basketball with just the two TV screens. But I'm talking about if you have a family, like what are some of the top excuses you can go to if you have a job, how you can get out of that? Because we need to be paying attention to really one thing over the next seven days, and that's basketball. (laughs) Nothing else really matters. So we're going to say what up, Holmes, to our guy Dave. Next, it's the Buckeyes show here on The Fan. The Fan is live and local with morning juice, caffeinate, and dominate. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9. The Fan, Ohio's sports destination.
A man so professional, he wears a suit to a radio interview. He's 10 TV's Dave Holmes. Timmy and Tyvis here with you on the Buckeye Show. Our guy Dave from 10 TV. What's going on, man? How are you guys doing? We're good. And uh, as we were just talking before we popped on the microphone, also your favorite time of year. Yeah. So you're my guy. Yeah, I mean, for me, the next 30 days are my favorite time. You go conference tournament, March Madness, and a standard year opening day baseball, and Masters. So for me, this is my favorite 30 days. Yeah, you can make a good case for some time in fall where you have the World Series lining up with, you know, maybe a Ryder Cup or an NFL and a college season. That's great, too. But for me... Mid-March to mid-April is my favorite 30 sporting days of the year. So so one wow. of the... Yeah, Tyvis, that's wow. great, right? Isn't that... No, no, I can't believe you two right now. How can y'all say that? You're like, going to go I football, can't... right? Is, really? Is it... Are we really... Is it anything to talk about? No, Dang. hold on. Come Fo- on. Football Come for me You is... get some football in this time, though. You that's get, the thing. You get, you the spring get game. set up for that. And, okay, football is... Hand, that, I'm hand, talking really? NFL, though, too. Tyvis, hands, really? hands down, my favorite sport is football, college and pro. It's not even close. I'm a total hey. degenerate every Saturday and Sunday. I love it, too. So I can't I, stay so away from the it's NFL. The number, but I'm telling you, I get romantic about this 30 days... <laughs> I'm telling you, man, it's special. March Madness, opening day, and the Masters. It's special this month. You're hitting it on... Tyvis, he's hitting the nail right on the head. Yeah. No, he's Square. not. Yes, he no, he, Wait a minute. There's, this is, there's wait a minute. Hold on. Here, and two of can them I, say one thing. Wait a minute. Wrong. Can I... Can I address the elephant in the room? This is the same guy who had a four out of ten confidence there it is. factor that they was going that the uh, state was going to beat Michigan State. This is you gonna go with that guy? That's over that, the guy that's how who told you ten that's out of ten. You know, and and that's what happened. Now what happened <laughs> is now Tyvis and I have media beef, which is the least interesting of all beef, by the way. So now Tyvis <laughs> yeah, and I we have this yeah. beef because I I thought the Buckeyes would probably lose to Michigan State. Turns out it's the Shame only game they can you. win in the second Shame half of the. <laughs> Uh, I love you, Tyvis. I'm I, sorry. I think I, I was in agreement with you too. So yeah. Tyvis had that over both of us that yeah. night. We needed we needed to have him on every single time they play. Yeah, we I think it. we're doing this team a disservice if we don't get Tyvis on for a pregame prediction. We need the positivity, certainly. So you got to tell me, man. I one of the things I struggle with every year is I feel like I'm missing something, and. Turner and CBS have even done a lot of good things for us in that regard by making sure every single game is staggered and it's on, you know, one of the networks, True TV. We all become interested in impractical jokers for the next 30 (laughs) days after it's done. But do do you have any more tips for me as to how I can watch basketball and still have my family love me when it's all over? No, you know, you just need to see your family come April. That's the first thing you got to do. For the next few weeks, you got to rock multiple screens. Now, the beauty of our job is we have one of the few jobs where we don't have to hide it. You know, when the boss walks in, we don't have to flip the laptop. Oh, it's real quick. Gr- right. We're it's supposed great. to be watching this stuff. So now what I will do is I will have a laptop with two screens. I'll stream two at once, Wi-Fi <laughs> permitting, and then I throw something else on the TV and I try to get at least three. And normally that covers you, but you get sometimes they, they used to do. Remember how they used to do four games at noon, four at two thirty four. Now they've kind of staggered them a little yeah, bit. It's so like 12, 12, 20, yeah. 12, 40. So you can see the endings. Exactly. So you hope. normally yeah. get to see everything that matters, but it's it's a crazy time of year. Thank God, though, for Turner. Uh, I mean, seriously, because back in the day we had what, what we used to call bonus coverage. You get to see a five-minute look-in during halftime, and that had to wet your palate. Now you actually get to see pretty much every minute of every game. You pick whatever game you want to watch. Yeah, which is really, really nice. I'm glad that this is a... 
this is a great time for you guys. You know, I, I, I'm glad I, that you're I, glad. I, I'm sad. I'm personally sad that football season's over, but that's neither here nor there. Um, my question for you, Dave, is will this Buckeye team fix that defense? Will we see a glimpse of the defense being fixed during this tournament, or do you think they're going to save it until the, the March Madness tournament? Well, I doubt it. Now, there is decent history on their side. Chris Holtman's been pretty solid in the Big Ten tournament, all things considered. They've done well here. They're going to draw a team that they've beaten in that first round, either you know Minnesota or Penn State. So, yeah, it wouldn't shock me to see them win a game. Uh, maybe two games. We'll see. The problem is they're Purdue. So, yeah, it's Purdue. And they're so yeah. thin right now. And I hate to talk injuries because I know for all the, the Holtman haters out there, of which there seem to be a growing number, they roll their eyes at saying, you know, oh, the injuries are an excuse. Well, Look, when you don't have Seth Towns, Justice Suing, Kyle Young, and Zed Key, Tim, what's that? Four of your top six or seven that you thought going into the year? I mean, that's For sure. Yeah, yeah so it is. I yeah. give them a little bit of slack. Now, the thing is, the guys who are out there still need to play better defense. So uh, both can be true. Injuries can hurt you, but also lack of defense inten- intensity can hurt you as well. They need to be play, to play better defense. I just don't think that once you're 30 games deep, you suddenly become a good defensive team. I, I don't see it happening. Let me uh, let me play this for you, Tyvis. You'll be able to hear this as well from Holtman's press conference today. Eugene Brown came came up because this is a guy that's been pretty much forced into action. You yeah. would have liked to think that he was going to force his way onto the court because he's a six foot six guy. They used that term three and D. We talk about one of these. You know, key phrases, right, for right. basketball gurus. Oh, the three and D three guy. And D. Yeah, it's yeah. great. Well, you have to be able to hit the three, and you have to be able to play defense, <laughs> right. right, for for that. But this was Chris Holtman trying to diagnose what some of Gene's issues are in defending right now. He gambles a little bit too much, and he gets guys, he gets on the side too much. He doesn't fight to get in front enough. Uh, he can he can take himself out of position at times because he's always kind of played freelance anyway a little bit. So you know he's just got to continue to work at it. He's been really good at times with it, but just in general, you know we got we got rejected way too much the other day, and uh, that that was certainly one of the problems. And, and boys, this is just my opinion on things down the stretch because. I think you pretty much are who you are yeah. at this point in time. And I don't know, Dave, we know two of those guys, you know, Justice Suing and Seth Towns, we're not going to heal up magically. Yeah. Like, that's that's it. And Kyle Young's out for Thursday. I would like to see, you know, Justin Arns and Cedric Russell get their run because if they're going to make a little run, you got to hope on some guys knocking down shots. You're ranked 11th in the country in offense. Defense, you're outside the top 100. So I think when... You know, off of EJ and Malachi and opening some things up for these shooters on the outside, that's who you can be to have a run. You know, when Chris Holtman said he gambles a little too much and tends to freelance, I thought he was talking about the whole staff at 97-1 there for a second. That, <laughs> that sums up most of you guys. You, you gamble too much and you tend to freelance on the side. There's a lot of degenerates. <laughs> There's yeah. a lot of degenerates. It's coming, baby. No, that's, yeah. that's, but that's yeah. not, I mean, the healthiest endorsement, right? Uh, you say, hey... Think about the best defensive players of all time, whether it's, you know, Bill Russell, Ben Wallace, Ron Artest, you know, Meta, I'm sorry, you name them. Peace, yeah. Yeah, exactly. They, you don't normally say they tend to gamble and freelance. You know, so I, he doesn't trust his team's defense at this point. You could tell that after the last couple of losses, that when people kept asking, can it get better? He just kept saying, we'll see, we'll see. <laughs> I mean, that's not the vote of confidence you want. I think you and I have talked about this a bit, you know, in the newsroom today. You almost just have to accept what you are and just hope you get your shooters like Justin or someone a hot, streaky 
four for six game from behind the line because I don't think this team's holding anyone to 55 points. I think you're going to have to win these games 78 to 75. I really do. Mm. Well, you know, they Tim just dropped a, a stat. You got to check his podcast out that he did earlier today where they said that the teams that go on to – you said they go on to win the tournament it's, it's or a, do it, very well. It's a very, very – again, you'll have to listen to it, Mad About Hoops, to get the exact number. We had a bracketologist on. It wasn't Joe Lenardi. He's, in a, he's aspiring to be the next Joe Lenardi. And there's actually a thing called the bracket matrix for all you nutsos out there. Ooh, red pill, that blue co- pill. It, collect, it, collects, <laughs> it collects all of the brackets that are done on the internet. Yeah. And this guy won the national championship for it one year. Like uh-huh. He was real excited about that. He's a Youngstown guy. But the numbers were, I mean, it was a shockingly small group of teams that have made the final four that aren't ranked in the top 50 in both offense yeah. and defensive metrics. Yeah, That's what it was. Yeah, it, you... And Coach Holtman knows this. I mean, he literally used the term metrics. You don't often hear coaches say that. In the postgame, a few games ago after a loss, he said, if you look at the metrics, teams like us are normally one and done. He said uh, terminal was yeah, the word yes, he used. Yes, So, So he knows this is a, a rough situation for his team. They need Kyle Young and Zed Key to get back. Kyle's out tomorrow. Zed's a game time. There's a part of me that thinks... What do you have to gain by winning the Big Ten tournament? Uh, here we go. Tyvis, here's all, all I'm going to say is this. <laughs> here we go. Uh, let, let the man finish his thought, and then you can tell go me ahead. how wrong it is. All I'm okay. saying, we're not, we're not tanking the Big Ten tournament. All I'm saying is you're probably going to be, if they win the Big Ten tournament, probably like a four seed, three or four. If they get knocked out, probably a six or a seven. I just wonder what benefits you more at this point. When there's not even a true elite top team in college basketball this year, you could say it's Duke, Zags, Baylor. I mean, we don't really know. Could be Arizona. So for me, I just wonder if the most important thing is having Kyle Young and Zed Key at 100% in the hopes you can draw a matchup you like in a 7-10 and maybe make a little noise for a weekend. Now, Dave, I get it. You just, uh, Tyvis, you have one other quick thing? Yeah, I don't. Yeah. He is wrong. He is. How dare you go on here and say something like that? No, what they he. need, they need reps on defense. So if you can get those reps at the Big Ten tournament and get some chemistry going into to the big tournament, then by all means, you need to go out there and win all, as many games as possible. And if and if what Timothy is saying, or well, what the the bracketologist says is true, and they're not, you know, have hold, the on. Top hold on, hold on. Hold on, Tyvis. Hold on. I want to play this for you here because you're talking about it as I'm going way over. But this, listen to this from Chris Holman today. And coaches, you know, if you were to gather them all privately, they'd all have their opinions about the benefit of conference tournament play and how that plays in the NCAA. And a lot of them would have very strong opinions. Uh, That's never going away. It's never going away. No, I think, Clay, you know why it's not going away. Uh, Chris Holtman, FaceTime. Uh, Chris Holtman, Coleman. <laughs> Chris Holtman, big Dave Holmes guy. Chris Holtman is, a, is a big Dave yeah, Holmes big guy. Dave That's guy. all I heard yeah. right yeah. there. Yeah. Don't was... rob the. They better not rob these seniors, and they better not rob these players that's leaving of a, of at least getting at tell, least a conference championship. They better not. Tell, they just better not. Tell me we're trying to lose without telling me you're trying to lose. Just like, get healthy. Just get to the tournament. The, yeah. All I know is that Ryan Day would never. Ryan Day doesn't have a Big Ten tournament to deal with. (laughs) Yeah, never. Four games in four nights. That's all I'm going to say. He would never. (laughs) Dave Holmes, 10 TV, everybody. Watch him there. Thanks, guys. Thanks a lot, buddy. Hey, I heard something from our new defensive coordinator 
Jim Knowles. It actually resonated with me as a parent. Maybe it will for you as well. We'll give you that next. It's the Buckeye Show on the fan. It opens your mind to stimulating conversation and live sports. And best of all, it still costs zero dollars. The fan, Ohio's sports destination. The home of Big Ten championships and future first rounders. You're listening to the Buckeye Show. Thank you to our buddy Dave Holmes from 10 TV. Always an entertaining listen. Check it out on the Buckeye Show podcast page if you did not catch that or if you're just tuning in to us. Anywhere you get your audio, go and subscribe to the Buckeye Show. And you can listen to this whole episode with me and Tyvis Powell. Started off by uh, talking about something fun. And if you know the answer, he was, Tyvis gave us his most attractive man. All right? And he said something about how he's even inspired him to want to go and take classes so we can beat people up like he does in some of his bigger movies. <laughs> so if you can name that actor... I have not one. You know, we're actually going to do two of them. So sorry to put the extra work on you, Bodie. But the first two correct answers to our guy, Bodie, will get the last remaining Mountain Dew Spark prize packs that we have. 614-821-9710. The most attractive dude in the eyes of Tyvis Powell. And uh, you get to go there. So I, uh, the other interesting thing I found out today is that Zed Key... And Entenmann's, both from Bay Shore, New York. That was, uh, T-Bone was telling us that the the guy who sort of took Entenmann's to the next level. Do you have any uh, Entenmann's? Are you more of a tasty cake guy, Tyvis? But he died in Florida last month at the age of 92. And uh, I do love me some Entenmann's cakes and pastries, all of their baked goods. They are fantastic. But yeah, Bay Shore, New York, Zed Key, Entenmann's. I, that is, uh, I've never had that before. I, I feel like no? I'm missing out on something. Yeah, the way you just yeah. made that sound, I feel like I need to tap in. Like, oh, you know, you know what the, you know what the best thing is too. They're uh, the chocolate donuts that Entenmann's makes. They are like the best, well kept donuts that you can buy. You know what I'm talking about? Like you're not going to, t- you're not going to Krispy Kreme or getting fresh donuts. Store bought donuts that are prepackaged. Those chocolate suckers that they make. They hold their form so well. They are absolutely fantastic. So I urge you, next time you're down here, we're going to have some Entenmann's chocolate donuts together, and we're just going to have a hell of a time. I got to give you this, though, because I said I would. There was something that stuck out to me in uh, the Jim Knowles press conference. And as we continue on with some shows here throughout spring football, we don't really have a chance to sit here and listen to, you know, Jim Knowles spoke for like 20 minutes or so. Yeah, he was actually standing up at the press podium there at the Woody Hayes yesterday, showing the reporters in attendance, form tackling, talking about rugby tackling and how much he believes in it. This yes. other this other quote, though, stuck out to me as a parent, Tyvis, and I know you are too. So he talked about teaching strategy, right? And the quote that I saw from 11 Warriors, they tweeted out was this, teach, motivate, demand. He said, perhaps in the past, I jumped to demand too soon. If the student hasn't learned, the teacher hasn't taught, was the quote. And then he said, this generation wants reason. They want meaning, and there's nothing wrong with that. And I can think of several examples there as a dad where, shoot, man, I'm still learning. I'm still trying to get better there. But I think about my upbringing, and my dad always had the saying where, like, Tim, it's a time to have fun. It's a time to be serious, right? Like, we we had lines, and there were expectations for sure, and there were things that, that he demanded. But I, I totally get where Jim Knowles is going, and I think of how I was brought up, and 
I had a great, you know, I, I thought my parents were fantastic and they did a good job with me. And I, I try to, uh, to use a little bit of that philosophy myself. Some things you want to demand, but not all things. Like it's okay when some kids ask questions of you of why you need to do something. It doesn't a hundred percent of the time have to be because I said so and do it this way. And that's why. No, I think, I, uh, you know what, that's the thing about Ohio State there. When I was there, they typically gave us the why, you know, people. Because, you know, that, that's everybody's initial reaction to something. Well, why do it like this? Why not the way that I want to do it? You know, why should I do it your way? Actually, while we talk about it, me and my coach, my position coach, Christopher Ash, got into it quite often because of this. <laughs> I was one of those guys that, like, my way works, too. So I don't know why you want me to do it this way. So, you know, me and him went back and forth, and then eventually oh, I would yeah. just do it. Yeah, I would just do what he says. You know, just because if it didn't go right, I was one of the ones that I wanted it to go wrong so I can tell him that his stuff didn't work. But it, unfortunately, it went right a lot of the time, so I couldn't really say nothing to the guy. <laughs> I can't believe that. You don't strike me as that kind of guy. But, you know, oh, there's, yeah. there's also – there's a way that you can do it the right way. Like if, if you are the pupil, like there's a way that you can go back to whoever's teaching you, whoever's instructing you and do it in a respectful manner. It doesn't always have to be combative. Right. And I just think as we evolve, as a society evolves, like kids are going to change and, you know, their mood and their attitudes are going to change. And there's a way that it can that it can work for both sides. Why do you think Bobby Knight didn't really evolve into the 21st century the way that coach k did right and i'm not just talking about age i'm talking about view of the world philosophy and how you gotta and how you have to adapt right with how you treat people and how you coach basically so that's what it is bodie who are our winners right there and the answer of course was who tyvis denzel washington my father it just happened to be my father game you know. ball ronnie bass <laughs> That's right, Denzel. Who won, Bodie? Uh, Lewis and Alex. All over it with Denzel. There you go. So, uh, really, he's your dad. That's why you're so good looking. Yeah, this is, jeans run well, you know? <laughs> good, I- <laughs> Pretty good, man. Pretty good. Well, uh, Tyvis, this was fun, man. I will see you next time. Sound good? Yes, thank you. Mm, Big Ten tournament, baby. We have got some fun stuff coming up tonight. We've got the Inside Edge. We've got the 11 Warriors Radio Hour. I think a special edition March Madness Perverted at 9. And then at 10, a little thing called You'll See. Have a good night. It's the Buckeye Show on the fan. An encyclopedic knowledge of sports and other random things you may or may not care about. I think I found my mentor. Rockman and Ice. Weekdays from noon to 3. The Fan.